a very, very powerful teaching today on how to not weaken in the faith in times of darkness and challenges. How do we stay strong? How do we maintain the fullness of God in our life? Very important because I want you to finish well. In fact, I'm praying that you will finish stronger than when you started because that's the prayer that I pray for myself, that God Almighty will do exactly what David asked him to do for himself. Remember in Psalm 51, and I'll share that with you just a moment, but thank you for being with me, with me today. Thank you for being my wonderful family and partners. And Lord, we come today and we ask for your guidance, your anointing, be our teacher, precious Holy Spirit. Amen, in Jesus' precious name. You know, I pray this prayer so often. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And hold me up with a willing heart and spirit, because I don't sure have that strength, that I may teach transgressors your ways and sinners will come to know Jesus and be saved. You know, I do not trust myself. I do not trust my heart. None of us can. Our dependence is upon the Lord. Now, a lot in the Bible, people in the Bible, started good and finished bad. Think about Saul, who began good and finished bad. You know, uh, God restored Samson, amazingly, but he didn't finish well. But then he cried out, and we see God's mercy. Now, David had a, a real fear, too, of that. That's why he would, he would write, cast me not away from your presence, because he thought it, it, it could happen. So it's really important to see what the Bible has to say. Uh, you look at the church in Galatia, for example, and, and, and I'm going to show you what do we do to, to protect ourselves, you and I, from, you know, weakening the church in Galatia, for example, Galatians chapter 3, verse 1, uh, Paul says, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you, that ye shall not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only would I learn of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Because they were going back to the, to the law and legalism, or by the hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish? having begun in the spirit, that ye now, are ye now made perfect in the flesh? Have you suffered so, so many things in vain? So here is a church, like in Galatia, that started well and didn't finish well. And Paul had to correct that. Uh, you, you think about the church in, in Corinth. They started really beautifully, in fact, in 1 Corinthians 1, Beginning at verse 3, it says, They lack nothing spiritually. Uh, Paul begins, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ, that in everything ye are enriched by him in all utterance, in all knowledge. So they were a blessed people. Then later we see them slipping, we see all kinds of trouble. Uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 
uh, we begin to see all the problems in verse 1. He says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as unto spiritual, but unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk, not with meat, because you were not able to bear it. And now he says, For ye are yet carnal, for where, where, where is this among you envying and strife and divisions? Are you not carnal? So they, they went back into carnality. And, and how sad to read 1 Corinthians 5, verse 1 through verse 5. It says, it's reported commonly there's fornication among you. And such fornication that is not so much as named among the unbelievers, the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. And you can read right through verse 5. It talks about this man who married uh, his father's wife and, and had sex with her in the church, and they didn't stop him or correct him, so they were weakening. So, and thank God, Paul wrote them these, these letters to strengthen them, to keep them strong in the Lord. So how do we stay strong? How do we maintain that beauty that God has given us? Well, I think, first of, God, uh, first of all, we have to understand something about our walk. So let's go to 1 John and chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, a very familiar portion. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. What this says is, we have to walk in the light we receive today, not the light we received 20 years ago. So he says, if we walk in the light presently, as the Lord is in the light, we have fellowship with the Lord and each other, and we're cleansed by the blood. So I think what is uh, important is a lot of people don't understand this we have to walk in present light we have to walk in present truth meaning we cannot survive tomorrow and the future if we are still walking in past experience in past revelations in past understanding of the Bible you and I when when we were saved our knowledge was limited in the Lord, I mean. Our knowledge of the Lord or his word was limited. We, we walked in that knowledge then, which carried us a little further. But then God required that we should walk in greater knowledge, in greater light. And then we have to walk in the light God gives us at that time. We can't keep going back to the knowledge of the past or the light of the past. And that's what it means if we walk today, not we walked past in the past. If we walk today in the light or the revelation or the truth God gives us, then we have fellowship. So I think this is so important. We as Christians, as we walk with the Lord, we'll, we'll receive more light. We'll receive more truth. God quickens that truth to us that he gives. And now he expects us to walk in it. And so the renewal of the Spirit 
is not a once and for all experience. The renewal of the spirit is day by day, or you can't, or we can't stay, stay strong in the Lord. So when you read 2 Corinthians, and we read verse 4, uh, chapter 4, and verse 16, Paul talks about this. He said, uh, and this is beautiful, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perisheth, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So it's a daily walk. It's a daily revelation of the Lord. So, you know, think about the church in Ephesus. They kept that walk. They kept that revelation. And Paul, uh, you know, spoke to them and said how blessed they were. Now, that church started in the book of Acts, by the way, you may all remember that in Acts 19, 4 through 7, uh, 12 founding members started the church in Ephesus. And so look at, at Ephesians 1.13 now, in whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you have believed, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So these believers started as a small group of 12, and now they've grown and grown and grown, that Paul says to them, you trusted after you heard the word of truth, but now after you believed, you were sealed. And then he shares with them the fullness they were, they were experiencing, so much so in Ephesians 5.18, he keeps talking about this amazing fullness that they kept. So here's a church that succeeded. So... In 5.18, he says, Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing me and making melody in your heart to, to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things. Wow. So this, this church was really succeeding. They were being filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and when, the, when the Scripture uses filled, it doesn't mean a glass full. It means sails of wind full because when the wind fills the sails, it moves the whole ship. So it's, uh, it's amazing. There, there'll be tremendous change in your life. Okay, so let's, let's talk about something very important. Who do we look at? Jesus. He is, he is our example of one who stayed empowered, stayed full, so Jesus is our model. Jesus is our amazing example. In Luke, let's go back to Luke, chapter 4. And I'm going to read verse 1. Beautiful. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So after his baptism, the Spirit of God came upon him. Then we read, Jesus was full of the Spirit and was led. So you and I, if we remain full of the Holy Spirit and we are led by the Spirit like the Lord, I think we will never lack. Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jerusalem and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, 
the second thing we see here, he was tempted right after that. But he didn't lose his strength spiritually. Imagine, imagine being tempted 40 days and 40 nights. No food, no water, no sleep. What kind of condition the Lord was in physically, mentally, because he was as much man as though he was not God. But he stayed strong. And it says in verse 14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. There went out a fame of him throughout all the regions round about. So now after he was tempted, he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. It is therefore possible for you and I, even after going through the most difficult time in our life, not to lose our strength. Because the Lord was tempted by, by the enemy, severely. And the Bible says in all points he was tempted. And not just this one time, but other times too. But remain strong. And he is our example. Because Jesus, like I just said, he was as much man as though he was not God. And by the fact he is one we can identify with, we can do it too. Now, uh, in John 1.14, we see something very, very beautiful about the Lord. So let's go to John, the Gospel of John 1. Let's look at verse 14. It says this, And the Word was made flesh, dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the Lord was full of power and full of grace and full of truth. What is that? Character. When we keep our character because we remain full of the Holy Spirit, led by the Lord, led by the Holy Spirit. And the Lord was full of the word, remember that, because when he was tempted, he answered Satan with, it is written. So we see two things here. He was full of the Spirit because he was full of the Word. So the Word of God, again, I think, is our secret of being full of the Holy Spirit. Remember Psalm 119, verse 1 and 2? If you keep God's Word and testimonies, you will do no iniquity. You will walk in the Lord's ways. It's in Psalm 119. Maybe some of you didn't uh, know that, even though I've shared it more than once. But let's, let's look at Psalm 119 and see the key that the Lord understood. Blessed are the undefiled in the way, people who remain pure, who walk in the law of the Lord. Walking in the word keeps people undefiled. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, his word that seek him with the whole heart. That's why prayer is, is, is alive in people who know the word. And then they, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. And I know you want that more than anything in your life. And I do too. Well, that's character. Um, power without character 
will not produce lasting blessings and results. I mean, how great would have been those miracles that the Lord performed if he did not show grace. He was full of grace and truth. Uh, how effective would those healings been without grace? So Jesus weeps, that's grace. Then he raises Lazarus from the dead, that's power. So you see how we need that grace in our life by staying close to the Lord continually. So charisma is very dangerous without character, very dangerous. You, you think about Balaam, Balaam was a prophet who was gifted, very, very gifted prophetically. He could bless and it happened, and he could curse and it happened in Numbers 22 and on. So he certainly heard from God and prophesied, but his character was, was flawed and crooked in fact. And in the end he died, branded an occultist, killed by Joshua and the people of Israel when Moses told them to go in and destroy him. So Jesus showed us how to maintain the fullness we receive. So we don't lose like, like the church in Galatia or Corinth or others like, like Saul. So character. Let's look at uh, Hebrews chapter 1. I'm going to pray with you that God Almighty will really sow this word in your heart. Thou hast loved righteousness, hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. We, we, we need to begin to love everything the Lord loves, hate everything he hates. And that will produce in us tremendous character. So you have loved righteousness, hated iniquity. Lord, let us love what you love, hate what you hate. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above your fellows. So we, we just need to understand it's a moment, moment salvation. It's a moment, moment faith. It's a moment by moment infilling. It's, it's a continuous infilling of the Holy Spirit. And that's what the Lord offers us in John 7. And I'm almost done because I want to pray with you. And then I want to talk to you heart to heart before I pray. John 7, 37, 38, in that last day, that, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures saith, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He that believeth, is a continuous believing, continuous faith. So that's the way we maintain what God gives us. That's what keeps us going, a moment by moment Savior, a moment by moment walking with the Lord in our salvation, a moment by moment faith, walk by faith, a moment by moment in filling of the Holy Spirit and that's what keeps us all strong in the Lord. I have been in the faith now over 50 years. 
I've seen preachers come and preachers go. I've seen people come and people go. Not many, thank God. But I hear now a lot more are leaving the faith. 1,700 preachers a month leave the ministry. It's troubling to me. Why are they leaving the ministry? 1,700 pastors and ministers are walking away, they say, from the pulpit, from the ministry, every month. When I heard that first, I did not believe it could be true. I thought maybe they mean a year. And then they said, no, every month. That's staggering numbers. Why? There isn't a moment-by-moment salvation or a moment-by-moment faith and a moment-by-moment infilling of the Holy Spirit. And, and people, when they do not walk in present truth and present light, they're walking in old truth and old light, they're not able to continue. They're not able to stay. So I pray the Lord will, will establish you in present truth because that's what his will is for you. Lift your hands to heaven, Father, in Jesus' name. Speak to them, Lord. Establish them, Lord. Reveal yourself to them through your blessed word daily. Daily, Lord. Reveal your heart daily. Reveal who you are in their life daily. That they be established in your word. And change from day to day. In your precious holy name. Amen. I was reading the Gospel of Matthew today. I read my Bible every four months one time. And today I'm reading Matthew. I've read the Gospel of Matthew hundreds of times in my 50 years or so of being saved. But every time I read the Bible, it's a new book. It's just a brand new book. It's like the scales fall off. I didn't know I had. And the more you read, the more you understand, and the more you see, and the more you become established in the Lord. And a cry comes out of your being. Lord, I want to know you. Deep within my soul, I want to know you. Lord, put that hunger in each one of us in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right. It's time to sow seed. It's time to give to the Lord's work so God can bless you also financially. I pray these dailies are really helping you. I'm getting a lot of beautiful comments and emails and so on. If these are blessing you and the dailies are really strengthening you, just let me know. Let me know, please. I was happy to find out that some sweet people are actually repeating my messages in different languages. There's one in India. Now I just hear about one for the Spanish world. What there, there was, there's a Benny Hinn Spanish channel. I didn't even know was out there on YouTube and it's precious and I thank them for doing that. So you too spread the word. Share what I'm sharing daily, you know. Just share it with your friends and those who follow you on social media. Let's get the word out, please. Because today there's a, a vicious attack out there against the church. But we who are the remnant will stay strong and get stronger and finish stronger than when we started for his glory. He's able to keep you from falling and present you before his throne with exceeding joy. Hallelujah. Blameless with no blame. Thank you, Jesus. All right. It's time to give to the Lord's work. 
it's time to sow seed that his work may go on. So go ahead and sow your seed on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihim.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. And please don't forget to get my, my book, Mysteries of the Anointing. This is 48 years of, of seeing the anointing at work and learning, not just myself, but from great people that God allowed me to be around, the Oral Robertses and the Rex Humboldt and David Duplessis and Derek Prince. I know them all. And I learned so much from these men when they were on the, on the now they're in heaven. And from Catherine Kuhlman that I never met, but I worked with her ministry four long years after the Lord took her home. I learned so much about the anointing. All that and more is in this book. Make sure you get to read it because it, it also shows the dangers of the anointing. How do we recognize uh, when it's pure and when it's not? So it's everywhere books are sold. Much love to you. I'll see you tomorrow for a very beautiful day and program. Bye-bye.